0: Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. It's time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions.
1: And welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we're broadcasting live from Dio Luis's Garage once again. Ah, and the weather is great. It's a warm day at the Luis's Garage. I dig it, but, you know, even if it was stormy and all that, we would be here for you because we know that you are for us. And we're broadcasting live on the largest internet radio network in the world. That's Live 365. You can catch us here Every week, Tuesday nights, or you can go to www. That's our web home, our web address. And if you want uh, to uh, listen to our podcast, you can find it there as well. Yeah, you can go there, look at look up uh, our latest podcast, and click on previous podcasts and play on demand. Any one of our podcasts. Also, click the RSS feed and you can subscribe for free. On Demand means, hey, you know, you push that button and say, I demand it, hey. I push play. That's like, that's like code word for On Demand, eh? So listen, and uh, throughout the show, we offer you the opportunity to chill with us and talk us up on the uh, Facebook, um, you know. Just go to a Twin Talk Show on Facebook. Friend us. Friend us and we can uh, and you can, you know, chalk us up on, on anything that we're talking about. Be part of the twin party. Also, we do it the old fashioned way. You could also call us at uh, right here into Theo Lisa's garage live at six two six two seven five six two
2: five
1: wait six two six two seven five eight nine four six. So Call us throughout the show at any time, so that uh, you know you can chat us up or have any comments on what's going on. You know, hey, pass some of that chocolate over there, hold out. Here you go, man. Here's chocolate. Go ahead. And so, um, listen, we are so happy that you join us every week. Thank you so much for joining us last week. Last week's show was pretty awesome. We had the sound, the echo, and the sound. We had yes, it was uh, Brian Rich and Doug Jewell. They sat in and uh, they actually played a live track. Well, excuse me, an acoustic yeah. uh, song. They rocked it, eh? He had some old ass guitar. I mean, that guitar he had was like old. Yeah, it's really cool. It's a really cool guitar. Uh, but, you know, they performed, they, the way they perform is really cool because they have like a, they like to call it like a uh, lounge casino type. I don't know what he called it. You I don't, know? It was, Cantina Lounge music. But they're kind of like a pseudo punk, sort of like X from the 80s, and I really like them. They have very unique sound. And uh, check them out. Go back to our Twin Talk cast and listen to that podcast, and you'll be able to hear them. We, perf- they, we play one of their tracks, and they performed live acoustic, which is something they don't usually do. I dig it. Another thing, too, is that we had Sabia, Sabia, Samir, what was the girl's name? I, 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 we, I forgot her name. Ladies she- and gentlemen, we had a representative of the go ahead, what's it called? Yeah, the Peace and Dignity Journey. She's actually the uh, Los Angeles area organizer, bro. Yes, and she is a real life Indian, ladies and gentlemen. Indian, I, I said it. Indian. The, listen to the show, the Peace and, and Journey, I, the excuse me, the Peace and Dignity Journey is a really cool. It's a relay of uh, volunteers that start over in Alaska and they they basically relay all the way down the Americas over to Guatemala and probably a little farther. For peace and dignity, they do it for a cause. They do it in meditation. They do it in community. uh, It's pretty cool. She talked about it. And uh, you know what? Uh, So as as you probably uh, figured out, she is an Indian of the feather type, not the dot type. So that means that she's a Native American. And I say that with the utmost respect. Um, uh, But you know what? I say Indian because that is really the term. I'm not afraid. I don't think I'm being politically incorrect because I'm sick and tired of the political incorrectness. Okay, because when you look up, when you look, they always the she's, Indians okay, themselves so say, it. So "I'm not finished. Let me finish." The <laughs> Indians themselves say, "Oh, this is an Indian casino. Us Indians take care of other Indians." So hey, yo, Indians, I got nothing but love for you. Okay, so there she's the Indian of the uh, chief Indian made out of wood type, not the Indian of Bollywood. Okay, so now you're throwing it now. Now you really not of Bollywood type, right? <laughs> now you're really doing it. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, so check it out. We talked to her. She was uh, really informative, and it was very uh, heartfelt. You can tell that they're, they're very passionate about their relay that goes from Alaska to, like, South America. Yeah, it's pretty All dope. for love. All for love, man. For, for the love of everyone and, and Mother Earth and all that kind of stuff. So, and so, we're going to be talking to her some more some other time, so you guys stay tuned. Yeah, so there you go. Now, tonight, fantastic show. Fantastic show tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, we have the, la- the, the awesome, famous... Just amazing musician and artist that's been around for decades, and he's very, very cool. Really cool, cool guy. Coolness. Coolness. He has not lost his cool. Nuh-uh. like not lost his cool. That kind of sounds funny. <laughs> he hasn't lost his coolness. Nope. He's got like a uh, a uh, a charisma and a panache, if you will, and he's really. Uh, uh, and he was wearing. Jeanette Cassois? K- what is it? Jeanette How do you say it? I don't know. Whatever. Genet Cassois. Whatever. He's fabulous. He's going to be here talking about his music. <laughs> <laughs> his, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about Mr. Brenton Wood.
3: Brenton.
1: <laughs> 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 Okay, so we pre-recorded an interview with Mr. Brenton Wood, and uh, you've got to listen to it. It's a fantastic uh, interview, and and he's really really cool. It was a lot of fun talking to him. Yeah, he's from the uh, he's from Southern California, man. Another thing too, the geniuses from the That's C I N E V E R S E. They are they've become a staple here on Twin Talk with Jose. They're Zin-J. calling in, man. They're gonna call in. Right on, you got and, it. right? Yeah, on. they're gonna be talking about since they're all busy these days and shit. I know they're. Famous famous like bro- man like, you know famous and shit they're going to be calling in and giving them give to, giving us a little info on the latest on the on the current uh uh hollywood uh blockbusters for the summer angel don't do this in front of there don't do this please okay please <laughs> i mean when you can open a wrapper do it on the side we're we're live on the radio i'm going to cut your mic i'm and having I, a chocolate so anyway <laughs> um they're going to talk up about what's been going on with uh, what's going you know a little bit about the avengers uh, uh men in black and uh, another one of the three of uh, many blockbusters that are coming out you know uh, have come out lately you see men in black battleship and the avengers and they're really cool if you guys haven't heard them before you got to check them out on the com or they, on our they, show they've already reviewed this year they've already re- reviewed avengers uh the dark the dark was darkness whatever the one with johnny depp yeah and uh there's another one that it's men they, in black men in black and battleship and Battleship. Yeah. Anyways, we're going for to talk season. about season, I mean for this their season. We're going to talk to them about that. So, uh it's really cool. Also, we have a uh, for musical break. We're going to have a a new single from our pretty much our house band, Sunset Riot, out our, of Australia. And uh the song is Stir Crazy, their latest single. We're pre- we're going to premiere it here in Angel Dude, stop that. I'm hungry. Ay ay ay, you're killing me. Anyways, they're going to be trying, we're going to premiere <laughs> one of their from their new album, uh, "Uprising," Sunset Riots, "Stir Crazy" is going to be. We're going to be for a musical break. Also, later tonight, or uh, a, li- a little yeah, later in the evening, we got a show. Yeah, and of course, every week, only we have, only on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel in Theo Luis's Garage, every week. We have News and Dirty Laundry with Jackie Casas. And Jackie, tell us what you're going to be talking to us about later on.
4: I love that exclusivity, guys. Totally exclusive. Just with you. I love it. Tonight, a man was killed after turning Uh -uh. zombie-like. I'll fill you in in the details for that story. And did you know cows like pampering too? I'll tell you why it's good for them and for you, too.
1: Reminds me of a chick I did.
4: <laughs> <laughs> And finally, what would women give up for the perfect summer body? Details on that and more coming up.
1: Oh, my God. Women and their freaking self and whatever Dude, absorption. I, I know what I could give up for a certain <laughs> body. <laughs> for the perfect body. What would you give up for the perfect body? <laughs> And we'll talk about that later. Jackie was going to be here with the News and Dirty Laundry. And only on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel do we have News and Dirty Laundry with Jackie Casa. Stay tuned. Nobody has it. Nobody. Right, brother? Right on. we got a good show coming up. You sure do. And now it's time for your shout-outs because we care about you and we just want to give you a shout-out. So uh, every week the shout-outs are brought to you by Express Cuts. Because you got to get your hair pimped at one time or another, so go to Express Cuts. Anyways, the first shout out, eh, goes out to Vincent Ariano, eh, brother? You put together a really cool bachelor party this week, and it was fun, man. You got to step on it on the gas, though, Holmes. <laughs> and uh, Michael Colts, congratulations on your last few days, uh, I should say, of bachelorhood. <laughs> it was very cool hanging out with you. And uh, I want to give a shout-out to Lou Dog Gomez. What's up, homes? I'm going to try those gaitos one day, man. And uh, Lou Babinga, man. It's, it's so great to see you on Facebook all the time. I also want to give a shout-out to our friends Del, Ziggy, Resh, JP, and the new guy, I don't know his name, the basis of Sunset Riot. They're, they're on their way over here to, the, to L.A. They should be here next week, so check them out. Um, anyways, a shout-out to my girl Lulu and... Patti, ¿cómo estás, mija? Te quiero, te extraño. And Lenny misses you también. Lenny, our dog. Eh? <laughs> uh, he, he's so spoiled. Uh, she spoils him so much. He, he's, 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 it's great. Anyways, uh, also want, I don't remember their names, bro. The young ladies working so hard for us at the uh, bachelor party this weekend. No, 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 not the strip joint, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> there were the I, young ladies at the cart racing. Ines and, and Bianca. There you go, Ines and Bianca. Thank you so much for... Help, I remember girls Helping nights. us race safely Thank you so much Shout out to you guys I also want to give a shout out To Bill Rice Hey eh? Thanks for waiting Patiently And anxiously And uh, You know Promotiously uh, Anything I don't know Make it up bro <laughs> I also want to give a shout out To my kids Samantha Angel Ray And Mario Don't forget your old man During summer vacation Hey eh? Alright Anyways, just shout-outs are brought to you. Do you have a shout-out, brother? No, you said it all, brother. Okay, I, I know. I always do. <laughs> shout-out to Express Cuts. Uh, wait, shout-out brought to you by <laughs> Express Cuts because you got to get your hair pimped at one time or another. So go to Express Cuts at 10420 Lower Caesar Road in the city of El Monte. Uh, you can just walk in or call them for an appointment. Um I don't know. Look them up. I didn't write the number down today. Express Cuts at 10-420 Laura Souza Road in the city of El Monte. Tell them the twins sent you and get something, you know. Yeah, baby. There you go. That's <laughs> your. Yeah, that's
3: your shout-outs. <laughs> Shoo!
1: I am. There we are. What did I just tell you? I said, stand by, dude. I said, stand by. We're coming back live, dude. You kill me. Well, email her, man, or I will. What are you talking about? Well, Colleen Williams. Get her on our show. Dude. She's such a cool chick. Dude. She a, would rock the garage, man. Uh, for those of you who don't know, who do not the, from the L.A. area, uh, Colleen Williams is the best anchor in Southern California. She is a friend of mine. And, and she's a brother. cool chick. Eh? And my brother has <laughs> a major crush on her you know i don't watch television honestly i don't once in a while i'll catch the news once in a while and it'll be it will be colleen uh-huh. uh but really i am i, I was i'm more I, having you know through you having met her i think she's a cool chick she is she's fantastic she's awesome anyways you're so listening you're listening to twin talk with jose and angel on TwinTalkCast.com. welcome back it is another tuesday tuesday is twinsday 7 p.m pacific time every week we are here broadcasting from Theo Lisa's garage and you know what again I would remind you all if you want to chat us up as we talk and as we're live Angel stop chewing directly into the microphone intentionally um, you can chat us up on twin talk show on Facebook friend us on Facebook post everything your comments on our wall and also um, you can uh, give us a call at 626 twin 626 twin <laughs> no Twin. And you know what? I'm going to remind you that later on in the show, Brenton Wood's going to be, uh, you know, we pre recorded an awesome interview with him. And uh, Norma Iniguez uh, just posted on Facebook oh, and said oh. he's one of. Dude, let me finish a sentence. Oh, and... Let me finish a sentence. Go ahead. go ahead. You oh, Let me finish a no, damn sentence. I'm trying to get a sentence yeah, in there. No, but I, I'm running a show. I'm like making it... Uh, and, and, it's all you're running No, 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 no. Let me see, let me tell you something. I could tell when you want to say something. So let I me know. finish a sentence and I'll stop. I could tell. Okay. I could tell but it's, it's in the middle of a sentence. I am all trying I to say... To, all I was going to say nor is that, my, Oh No, no. I'm not finished. Uh, I am still in mid-sentence. Norma Eniguez Posted on Facebook, and she says, "Hi Norma, I love you." In, ref- in regards to Brenton Wood, that he's one of my favorite, one of my favorite singers. Stop awesome. chewing directly into the mic.
4: How you still interrupt Jose? <laughs> I hate that's it. Awesome.
1: You know what? what? Hey, wait! I wanted to tell our guests that. Uh, uh, yeah, see, that's funny. Cause I listeners. was, I was telling our listeners know, something. Well, so wanna, let it be finished. Now tell, it's your turn. I want to tell our listeners that not only we're we gonna have Brenton Wood, Jackie Casa, Sunset Riot musical break, the Cineverse, but somewhere through it, within that show, I'm gonna be there también. What's your point? My, I, it, the name of the show is Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Yeah, not Sometimes Angel. What's, what's your point? <laughs> it's not Twin Talk with Jose and Sometimes Angel. No, never I never said top that. with Jose and Angel, and I let you go first on the title. I know, but I think I'm he wants to
4: interrupt you successfully, Jose. Uh-huh. The
1: point is, I'm talking. <laughs> I was making a comment because people are are being kind enough to make leave comments on Facebook. I am acknowledging them. I cannot finish that sentence because my brother wants to interrupt in the middle of the sentence.
4: I will also make another comment that um reporter from Channel 4 here in NBC LA, John Caddy's Climac, uh commented and said, tell the twins,
1: tell the twins, <laughs> <I> said,
4: <"Tweens." laughs> tell the twins, Papi needs his meds. What does that mean?
1: I have no idea. Is what that, that is. some
4: inside joke that I don't know of?
1: I have no idea what he means.
4: John, what do you mean?
1: I have no idea. Why don't you post What's, back?
4: Let me know. Why
1: don't you call us in, Clemac? Hey, Clemac, you can call us at 626-275. Six 626-275-TWIN. Six five five. Six, two, six, two,
4: <laughs> I just responded, que?
1: <laughs> tell them put our number down. And say call us, call in and explain what you mean at six two six two seven five twin. Angel, how was your week, brother? Oh man, <laughs> let me tell you, our garden's all big. Oh wait, now, I, that's what I want to say. Let me tell you something. Ah, uh, how you like that, huh? I just interrupted you. You just interrupted yeah. yourself, interrupting me. Whatever. Anyhow, um, my garden, our garden's big, man. We, I've been eating like greens all weekend long. Really, What are you growing in your garden? Um, I have uh, a red leaf lettuce. I have uh, sorrel, sorel, which is, uh, could be a poisonous plant. Ca- uh, I don't even know that until oh, after. <laughs> it's delicious. It's got like a, f- a lemon Do you flavor. have mangoes? No mangoes yet.
4: Dang.
1: That's a tree, though. You're so Mexican.
4: I know, but I love mangoes.
1: Mangoes more tropical, though. I do have corn, maíz. Tengo maíz.
4: Yellow or white?
1: They're white. Okay. I, ha- I haven't gotten the real, like, really... The big Different question. The shit, big question, yeah. Angel. Knowing you is, and and Lord, this in the midst of all that herbage and growth and horticulture that you've uh, cultivated recently, organically. Did you horticulture? Did, did you plant Hore, any I cannabis? No, I didn't. I, I don't. Uh, I don't have the. Uh, I don't have a card to uh, plant it. Oh, you need a card. You Good. need to have a card to plant it. Just want everyone to I know would. that I am vehemently against <laughs> any kind of uh, recreational PSA. recreational <laughs> drug. I think it's a gateway drug. Marijuana is, and I don't believe in medicinal marijuana. Keep I think it's just a cheap way, uh, uh, backdoor <laughs> way to get your weed. Well, let me tell you. Let me just say now. I never oh, you say that every single time. I never say this, so I'm gonna you know counter go, that. Go ahead. I have to say that. Uh, I don't endorse marijuana if uh um like in in a bad way. I do I do uh I do consider it an herb and and it has its medicinal uh for like a better word purposes uh and because it's it's an herb, it's a gift and people can, you know, get better at it at whatever it is, you know. I think it's a gateway drug. It's a way, you know, you. To it's alter- a gate- You know what it is? You're right. It's a gateway out of using the other drugs that are really killing you. Oh come on! <laughs> it's a way to try and get it's high. It's a gateway for- to get out it's of a way the to try and get high of the for- of the of the, uh, of the medication. Think about it. When a, when a person starts to get, take a lot of people, not everybody, but a lot of people will start taking medication. They start taking another one and another one. Next, you know, they got a cabinet full of medications for the side effects from the previous medication, and then and so on and so on. So. It is a gateway drug, a gateway out of that. Presumably, <laughs> presumably in order to try and, uh, you know, uh, uh, cure or, 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 or treat an ailment, not just to get high. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's for, dude. And uh, that's what these guys do with these stupid, uh, oh, they go to this wiggy-ass doctor who's not really a doctor. How do who we gives start no about that? My garden has greens, but it doesn't have that green. I'll it's awesome, though.
4: Does it have tomatoes?
1: We have tomatoes or not? They're, it's I it, haven't got any yet, but it's 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 growing pretty tall oh, right cute. now. You want some tomatoes? I'll bring you yeah. some. And uh, no, the guacamole wasn't from there, but
4: oh, avocados.
1: Um, the uh, salad was. We have uh, avocados. No, my dad has an avocado tree. That's where we got our avocados.
4: <laughs> I <laughs> want. Can you please add to your garden an avocado tree and a mango tree? Okay. That those would make me so happy. And it'll those. give you
1: about five years before or ten years before you get some really, <laughs> you know. Some good fruit out of it.
4: I want to get some mangoes and chop it up, <laughs> put lemon and salt in it.
1: Mm. Mm. Do that again. Anyhow, what I did, what I did is I, the, I just moved in there last year, so I don't, I don't know what was on the floor, what was put on there. Did somebody pour the motor oil back there or the coolant? You mean on the on the ground? On the ground. So, and it was really a lot of junk back there and tall grass. And I cleaned it up by myself. And then I, I turned the soil with the with a pick, and I took, you know, I went a couple of, almost a, a, a at least a foot in. And turned it, and then I threw a bunch of uh, worm castings, worm shit. Yeah. You could buy worm shit, and I put it in there, and I mixed what it What does the
4: worm shit do? It Makes fertilizes it. it. Oh. Well,
1: it, it brings the the soil to a, a certain uh, pH, pH level. level. Okay. So it kind of uh, evaporates or dissolves any impurities. Oh. So I did that, and, I, and then after I, I watered it a little bit and let it be there for a few weeks, and then... And then I put another coat and then put soil and then then that's when I started planting. Wow. And you know, uh to change the subject a little bit, I, I would have planted more I'll tell, horticulture. You. I'll tell you what I tell you what happened what, what I had I love the horticulture. I had <laughs> Change the subject. Is that bit. something like the culture? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I um uh talk more more about this week. I had a lot of fun this weekend when we went and celebrated um um uh the bachelor party with uh uh, Victor and well, it was Michael's bachelor party, and we went um, racing, and Jose, we went go kart racing. Jose is is uh, is is uh, what is it? Ruthless on the on the go karts. Ruthless. He'll dude. bump I can bet,
4: you. I can see Jose being very competitive. W-
1: I'm competitive. I wouldn't bump you intentionally, dude. Mija, there was a little kid. He must have been let me four explain, years old. Let me explain to people. Four years old. Let me explain to people. Him. Let me explain to people first. I got to paint a picture so people know. I uh, yeah, well, <laughs> No, no, you of where we, sort of, of where we were. Then you could tell the story. Okay, so you got to understand. We got to set it up, bro. It's a talk radio. It's not television. There's no pictures. Here's the deal. We went to this indoor kart racing. It's like about two acres of of inside a warehouse of, okay. or maybe more, three acres of racetrack it's, on these on these little, on these little go karts. Forty-five miles per hour. They go like forty-five miles an hour, Holy. and they, and they have these little hairpin turns, and you race 14 laps. They got the checkered flags. They got the blue and the yellow flags. The whole works. You got to wear helmets. People. Hold on. We got a call. Coming people are crashing all the time. Is that a phone? Yeah. <laughs> Hello. You're on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. This is Jose. And I'm Angel. Who, we, who is this?
5: Well, hello, Jose and Angel. It's been a long time. Long time listener, first time caller.
1: (laughs) Who is it? That's Jack. Jack. Jack, John Klimak from NBC Los Angeles. Hey, Papa. (laughs) Hey, guys.
5: What's on the table tonight?
1: Well, tonight it's fantastic. First of all, we got to always let everyone know. We have some guatemole. Guatemole. (laughs) (laughs) And and chips. (laughs) Guatemole is some Guatemalan guatemole. Guatemole. Tonight, fantastic show.
5: Sounds like you might have some tequila there as well. Mm. Oh,
4: I wish.
1: Like every Tuesday night, we have uh, Jackie Casas with the News and the Dirty Laundry. Also, we have a special guest interview with Brenton Wood, the uh, classic R&B singer. Fantastic. Fantastic. wow. Very nice. Very nice. Also a phone call with The Cineverse, the guys from thecineverse.com. They're going to give us a rundown on the latest uh uh summer blockbuster movies. But what's going on with you, John Klimak from NBC?
5: Ooh, big show, big show. <laughs> uh, you know what? I was just calling to uh complain about there there's just too much sports to to handle right now. <laughs> yeah. Granted, you got you, you're, we're done, we're done with the Lakers, right? Yeah. That's out. Are the Clippers done? They're done, right? They're done. <laughs> okay. So now, now we got got what's, what's this game called with the stick and the, the stick and that thing? It's the Stanley Cup, the hockey game. <laughs> right. Hockey. <laughs> when did hockey become such an important thing?
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's funny. When when uh, I'll tell you when it became important. When uh, the galaxy spent millions and millions of dollars to bring uh, David Beckham over here to uh, stir interest in soccer, and it did nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> so, um, what stories are you working on right now for, for NBC uh, Los Angeles?
5: Ooh, I got I got a good one. Let's hear it. You, you know, there's one that you guys should have looked at last week about Santa Muerte, but I'll pass on that for now and tell you about upcoming triple crown triple crown explain the triple crown isn't that a have you noticed isn't that a brandy have you noticed that the horse that's up for the triple crown is from los angeles
1: oh really what's the name of the horse pepe
5: (laughs) i'll have another Uh, uh, (laughs) what'd you say i'll have another
1: that's the name of the horse
5: (laughs) the horse's name is i'll have another that's
1: fantastic (laughs) i love it
5: Listen, we we have some audio.
1: We have some audio of the horse taking off from the gate. Listen.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's. I'll have another. So t-
5: the, the, the jockey is one of, is one of your homies from straight out of Mexico.
4: Oh, nice. He is.
5: Uh, he's uh, getting ready to, to ride. He's a rookie, believe it or not. Wow! Has won the Kentucky Derby and the Preakness hey, and June ninth.
1: On what? Go Dude. ahead and start again, because my brother's rudely interrupting. Dude. Did they? Did they pick up the jockey over at home at, at the Home Home Depot or something? At Home Depot,
5: he <laughs> was right there.
1: <laughs> so go again. Give us so the June, rundown on June that. night
5: is the Triple Crown.
1: Awesome, and you're covering that story.
5: Yeah, we'll be out there.
1: Fantastic. When when do we expect to see it? On what newscast?
5: We will begin our reports. For the five o'clock news on Wednesday, the fourth, sixth, I believe,
1: June sixth. Fantastic! And you're going to be going uh, out there to interview uh, the jockey, and uh, I'll have another. I'll have another. <laughs> His name is Mr. Red. <laughs> Fantastic! <laughs> hey, you want to give anybody, any of your loved ones, a uh, shout out while you're list- You know, while we're on, uh, you're on the air.
5: You know who, she, who I'd like to give a shout-out to is uh, Miss Tara Wallace. I was a big fan when she was on the show. Yes. If she's listening, I wanted to say hello, thinking about you, name, and Johnny. hoping everything is just awesome.
1: We love Tara Wallace. We love us some Tara Wallace.
5: And we dig you, too, Clemac. Copy that. Hey,
1: Johnny, thanks so much for calling in, man. Call in and come in anytime. Hang out with us in Theo Luis's garage.
5: And we'll have Next another. Next time you got that, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Next time you got that guy in there making those drinks, call him up. Call
1: him up. <laughs> we'll have him in soon, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, right, John John Klimak from NBC Los Angeles. Thanks hey, a lot, John. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Anyway, so back to our story. Uh, it was a you know couple, two, three acres of racetrack and uh, 14 laps at a time. And that little race car goes pretty damn fast. Anyhow, there hard. was this four-year-old kid in the cart, and he was older than that, bumping him. There was another girl over there; she was must a, have been was ten. Him. He was bumping her. I wasn't bumping them. They were in my way. In the end, by the third race, they were bumping me. Actually, in the third race, you know, uh, he bumped this uh, this kid. He must have been two years old, and. Uh, <sighs> Two years old. Right <laughs> at went me. From four to two. <laughs> right at me. Two
4: year olds can drive these bumper cars for no, 45 my... miles per hour? <laughs> no, they can't.
1: I broke an axle on that two year old kid because pretty of my good brother. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the deal. We raced three races. On the okay. first race, I dusted my brother and everyone that was with us because they were just so scared. They're all, you know, little ladies. And I'm Yeah, bu- oh yeah, there was a seventy eight year old lady in crutches <laughs> también, he was all bumping her. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> first of all, I wasn't bumping people. I I could avoid people really well, but th- but it, it, it <laughs> By the third race, everyone was really – Are there com-
4: like guards, like, like I don't know, concrete guards yeah. or plastic guards yeah. or something? Yeah, like, like
1: bumpers. The bumpers, rails on the side and everything, and people would crash into those and stuff. But you hit it hard. Point
4: forty five, yeah. Yeah,
1: and the (laughs) you have to wear helmets. By the third race, I was like, "Holy crap!" I was all confident because I done so. By the third race, he was like, I (laughs) I had done so well the first two races. I'm like, "These people suck." The third race, all bets were off, (laughs) dude. Two years old, Jose. everybody was everybody was on, and they were bumping you. They were like bumping me, dude. First of all, I wasn't bumping. Is there like
4: a lineup? Where you guys have to stay no. out and you like rev your engines, room room. No, you like all look at each other like on the corner of your eyes.
1: Like <laughs> no, it's like pole position. They yeah, you yeah, yeah, in, yeah, yes, yes. They yes. send you. They send you out in file. And I, look, I look like speed racer out there too. Oh, <laughs> it's like pole position. You, 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 they send you out in a file. You go oh. out one at a time, but you could pass people up. And I'm passing people left and right. But by the third game race, the bet no, all bets were off. People were just. Were
4: they all trying to make sure that you didn't win? No, they were They're just like, trying. let's just get Jose. Yeah. Let's bump him We ass. were. We totally were.
1: And that kid, he was a little Indian kid with a dot in his head. <laughs> that, that kind of Indian. And uh, that, See? Fuck, <laughs> that little Kumar, dude. <laughs> oh. Fucking Ravi Shankar.
3: <laughs> Jose. That, let
1: me tell you. Yeah, I told you. He was so, I he was a jerk. You. He kept bumping me and you could hear him laughing. <laughs> Thank you for shopping at Seven Eleven, And he <laughs> couldn't by me. So, so we were going, and the next, we were going down this uh, this corner, and we were turning into the corner, and he was. You turn- see, he didn't give a shit about those he two. He and I materials. were he know? and I were battling for that corner, and my brother was just behind us, thinking he's gonna. No, Charlie, I wasn't behind you guys, man. <laughs> we were swa- sandwiching this guy, no, but uh, my I brother, had it. my brother thought that he was gonna. I had it. My brother thought he was. He gonna- was running out of room. Jose was running out yeah. of room. It was between me and the other guy. He thought and Jose couldn't. Couldn't give it up. Dad and fucking turned that little two-year-old kid. I did. And, I like, pulled, two, two, three times. His car really? turned. No, listen, listen. I did LAPD and, and on a, him. Dude. A did wheel, a wheelbarrow. Barrel. No, he did it. I did. They, L- I went. I L- had to bring the uh, the uh, freaking. I, I went LAPD on him. Dude, I, I did the pit maneuver. Uh huh. The fucker spun out, and my brother went right into him. Crash. <laughs> Rob broadsided it, and I, I got to tell you, I'm I I'm very competitive. I broke an axle. I was out of the race. Honestly. Are you serious? Honestly. <laughs> Honestly I, I had to <laughs> They had to stop Because the cars The, the cars <laughs> They can control the cars They made all the cars oh, stop Oh, okay Here's the deal dude. They
4: made them all stop Because you broke your axle Yeah
1: Here's the deal. I really, oh. honestly, I'm very competitive, but I, I treat. I really don't p- fight dirty. But that last, that last, I don't. But that last race, you did
4: pit maneuver and you don't play dirty. And you played
1: dirty, Jose. Okay? That last race, everybody was just being dirty. So I said, hell, if you're gonna be dirty with a pro, then I could go dirty. And I caused at that pit maneuver on that little that two-year-old little, on that little towel head kid, <laughs> two-year-old, and the, and the guy spun like a freaking Indian in a freaking kegger. Was <laughs> <laughs> <How's> it like woo? <laughs> He's like, let me tell you, you bring trouble to my people. And my brother broadsided him. And I swear to God, I was cracking up so hard. And then all the cars stopped because they radio control the cars. They could stop them completely. So the car stopped dead. <laughs> Poor <laughs> the, guy. The car stopped dead. And I look back to see what's going on. But I couldn't see my brother because he was on the other side of this pillar. And, and then they wouldn't, start, they, they wouldn't start the race. And I'm cracking up. And after a while, I'm thinking, I'm feeling a little guilty because, like, wait. Dude, I can't see. What is my brother's hurt? Oh shit! They what? Took, I, I, I expected. I, had, I expected. I expected to see them carrying him in a stretcher. I had stretcher. to walk. I had to walk out of my car, take my helmet off. All cool, you know, through the track while people are looking at me like, orale, you know. Uh-huh. It was like the. <laughs> it was. It was awesome Were you
4: like I, swaying your dreadlocks, I Angel?
1: Would. I rocked them, dude. I it rocked was, them. Like, it was the walk on of shame funny when I walked out, the people that were watching the race—they're like, "What happened? What happened?" Uh-huh. They thought I got kicked out. You know, like I was all rebel and shit. Yeah. I kill that speed racer music. So anyway, yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And uh, really, the, the first two races, they were driving like little ladies. They were so scared. All I know, I
4: usually drive very slow during any sort of racetrack stuff i like to enjoy the scenery. It's a race,
1: my dear. It's not a tour. Let me tell you. I, I don't it's know how Interesting stuff. I don't know how old this kid was, but when we were leaving you mean I, Kumar? Saw, I saw I saw child protection you services mean, pulling up. Oh that kid <laughs> that, that kid Ashish? Oh that's terrible. Ay 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 Ravi Shankar Kumar All right. motherfucker. <laughs> And it was a lot of fun. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Victor. Thanks, everyone, for that fun time uh, at the uh, bachelor party, guys. Really, there was no strippers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There we go. Oh, there's the music. That's me. Ladies and gentlemen, every Tuesday night, only in in Theo Luis's Garage on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, do we have Dirty Laundry, the news, and Dirty Laundry with Jackie Casas. And you know what? Jackie does it with style. Jackie does it with panache. She does it with class. She does it dirty sometimes. <laughs> sometimes she tells you about the politics, the entertainment, and, of course, the boobs. Because that's <laughs> Jackie Casas, ladies and gentlemen. The News and Dirty Laundry with Jackie Casas.
4: I do talk about boobs. Hi,
1: Jackie. <laughs> I wasn't kidding. I wasn't just joking. You know she talks about boobs. Yeah. The show. Uh-huh.
4: Sorry. I think today we're boob-free. <laughs> i think
1: really or is it two, but or I, is it no 2%. you know what <laughs> that's two percent yeah <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah um i take it back I, we might not be 100 percent boob free today <laughs> okay uh, so what's
1: going on jackie
4: Okay, guys, so tonight we start off with scientists say that migrating Pacific bluefin tuna off California's coast are carrying radioactive contamination. This is all due to Japan's Fukushima Daiichi nuclear accident, which happened um, to the tsunami that happened a little bit over a year ago. Right on. Radio. I love how we have a musical spin on this. <laughs>
1: so radioactive bluefin Bluefin
4: tuna. Scientists sampled 15 tuna caught off the San Diego coast and found that they all contained two radioactive substances.
1: You know what? This is racist. (laughs) Why? Because, you know, we got all these uh, 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 Mexicans coming over here, you know, and people have a problem with them immigrating over here while these bluefin fishes are immigrating over here too. What (laughs) the... Japan. Okay, here's because my because th- they're blue fin. Here's blue my ta- eyed <laughs> <laughs> Here's my take on this uh, uh <laughs> this is my take on this on this radioactive. Okay, what did they say about these these blue fin Tuna being radioactive. They say <laughs> are we going to die?
4: Well, no. They say they contain cesium-134 and cesium-137, which are considered radioactive substances. However, according to what they found from the National Academy of Sciences, what said it's only 3% higher than normal and is considered minuscule and still safe to eat. That's my point. However, it just shows that there's been an increase, and of course this is all due to... The accident, the nuclear accident that happened in um, Fukushima.
1: Okay, here is the reason why. Here is the problem I have with this. I did that story today. I have no problem saying this. I did the story, and I have no problem saying it was a non-story because when you are going to say, "Okay, the headline," welcome uh, when we come back. Radioactive fish uh, appearing on the coast of Southern California. Stay tuned, and everyone's like, "Oh shit, we're eating." you know, glowing tuna. We're gonna die. Our hair's gonna fall <laughs> off. And then you come back it's like, oh, but it's it's safe to eat. Don't worry about it. It's, it's sensationalism, <laughs> dude. It's
4: safe to eat, but I think it's interesting. Something important for people to know that there is radiation in the food that they're ingesting. These are radiation it- substances. They're okay to eat, but I mean, you are technically still eating radioactive substances within your fish.
1: Just microwave you know, it. A lot of th- <laughs> that's what microwave is. It's radiation. <laughs> microwave it. When you stick your freaking frozen burrito in that microwave, what do you think you're doing? You're radiating it. And I it's probably about as much as that freaking I'm more worried about the freaking mercury in the tuna than the radiation. You know what? You know there. you know why the the media's sensationalizing it? Why? Because the media is owned by the mar- the the big companies, right? <laughs> yeah. And so you, you you can't have anything natural because it, they have to package it. And they have to process it. And they have to own it. They don't own it, so don't eat it.
4: Well, this bluefin um, tuna is just one amongst a few other uh, sea life that has come about to have higher than normal uh, levels of radioactivity. Previously, they found that smaller fish and plankton um, in the waters of Japan were found to have higher uh, radioactivity substance levels. The problem
1: is that here in Japan, hey, they've always glowed, though. Fish can glow. Algae glows. Yeah, that's my point. It's radi- That's radiation. Is it? You know.
4: So this doesn't make you guys fend off away from tuna or any other seafood? Sushi
1: challenge. No, man. I'm more worried. I all love sushi, sushi and, I love, and I love tuna. I love sushi. Uh, wow, this could go way <laughs> bad. <laughs> uh-huh. I love me some sushi. Fish? You know what? I, I do eat uh, fish in moderation, the big fish, the uh-huh. tunas and the big fish, because they're the ones that eat the smaller fish, and they're higher concentrations of mercury. So we should all be careful for mercury. You know, at least. But there has been a report, and we'll get back to you. We're going to follow up on it. Jackie's going to do due diligence on the next show. There are reports that the standards that they utilize to read uh, the radiation levels, they lowered them.
4: Uh, uh. Stay tuned for that. Okay. Well, I don't eat seafood. So what? The, you I don't, don't eat seafood? Don't you don't eat, eat ceviche? Nothing. Nope. Why? Why? Why not? I don't like it. Makes You any...
1: don't like it at all? Nope. Til- tilapia? Nope. Um, Snapper? Nope. Red ruffy? Nope. Red Hair (laughs) ruffy?
4: I don't even know what that is, but no.
1: (laughs) Have you ever had seaweed?
4: I've had seaweed chips. I didn't like it. Do you like ice cream? I do.
1: Then you've had seaweed because they use seaweed for ice cream. That that keeps it consistency. I bet you all didn't know that.
4: No. Really?
1: It's organic.
4: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess so. But I don't have sushi. I don't have crab or I don't like crabs and uh, I don't uh, eat any of it. Or shrimp.
1: Wait, okay, why? Do you have something against it or you don't like the flavor of it? I don't
4: like the flavor of I
1: it. i got to take you to a restaurant. I'm going to, uh, the thing I've is. I've tried it. The though. thing is, you can, you've got, if, if the food, if the fish tastes fishy, then it ain't good. What's about, what is it well, that bothers you fish, about sea, about seafood?
4: The taste.
1: There you go. If it tastes fishy, then you ain't going to a good place. Well, some, some are supposed to be fishy. They're fish. Yeah, but you know, that's a very good point. <laughs> you just get different <laughs> fish that taste different ways and try it. I've
4: been eat. told that I may like lobster. Mm hmm. Because lobster is apparently good.
1: Yeah, it is good, but it's 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 a crab fish is very different, and it's also much more difficult. To it, eat. You know what? You know what the the key is, Mija. Hmm. It's the beer you have before your meal. <laughs> Honestly, I just remember
4: we would um I would go with my family to Ensenada and we'd go to the Marlecon mm-hmm. and it's like a sea port. You go. There's right a,
1: there. There. there's the issue right there. Oh, what's just, up? This, it's this, because you go to Ensenada and it smells like fish everywhere. Oh, my God. So when you go it. sit down, you can't get over that smell of fish. Yeah. So that's the problem. Maybe. You go to a nice restaurant where they serve fish and in, in different ways. Uh, they know how to cook fish and serve it. In such a way that it's tasty and it smells good. Okay, just get get a Bohemia beer. Okay. Really cold and pour it into a chilled glass. No lime. Have yourself some chips and salsa really hot as they, as they bring you your plate. And then by that time, you will have prepared your palate. And then you can have your lobster or fish or tilapia. Okay, okay. That's what you need. You'll be fine.
4: <laughs> I'm not saying no to it completely. But... I just, I've never liked it. I've never liked it. Listen,
1: ladies and gentlemen, if anybody has an idea for the perfect fish dish that doesn't necessarily incru- <laughs> include breasts of any kind for Jackie, <laughs> or it can, please give us a call at 626 twin 626 twin or post on Facebook on Twin Talk Show on our wall. All right, what's going on? What's the next story?
4: Okay, next one. More than a 1,000 people protested this last Sunday at a small town uh, for a North Carolina Baptist minister's sermon on his way on how to deal with gays and lesbians. Pastor Charles Worley of Providence Road Baptist Church caused lots of controversy with his comments. Let's go ahead and take a listen to his controversial sermon.
1: Oh, it's there.
6: Yeah a way to get rid of all the lesbians and queers but I couldn't get it past <laughs> the phone. Build a great big large fence 50 or 100 mile long put all the lesbians in there fly over and drop some food. Oh. <laughs> Do the same thing with the queers and the homosexuals and have that fence electrified so they can't get out feed them and, and you know what? In a few years, they'll die out. You know why? They can't reproduce.
4: <laughs> Isn't that awful?
6: That's pretty stupid, dude.
4: That's awful. Worley told his congregation the Bible and God oppose homosexuality and that gay and lesbian people should be fenced in, and this is the way that they should be dealt with. So a lot of people were uh, very upset by his comments. That's real stupid. Yes. Uh, They gathered in front of the Justice Center in Newton, waving signs and messages such as, will God judge me for loving or hating? And also, don't fence me in, bitch. I I added that last part. Um, Some people dressed in rainbow colors, and entire families chanted, preach love, not hate. They were just angered by these comments that he made. This sermon was um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, what? I thought this was like okay, the I gotta, stupidest yeah, shit ever. Pretty stupid.
1: It <laughs> was just funny because, uh, okay, he's he's. Uh, it's terrible that it's coming out at this time because the whole, you know, Obama coming out, uh, you know, making his statement about allowing that they should allow gays to marry and what have you, and it's just like. The way the left brings out all this, you know, see these, these conservatives are a bunch of fascist, crazy nuts, religious nuts. Well, I got to tell you something. That guy is a nut. Okay. Talking like that. First of all, he's, he was really st- ignorant and dumb. I mean, I don't even want to say stupid because that's, he's just dumb. He's not getting any. He's very <laughs> dumb to think that that's even something that it's a, a viable idea. You know, I mean, it I've always. He went to see that movie Hunger Games. <laughs> Anyways. It's not it's even if that's a viol- it's just ridiculous, He's but
4: just drop in some food on them. Really? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Really? Drop some rations.
4: Pastor Charles. Some blue bluefin
1: fish. <laughs> <laughs> them damn immigrants.
4: <laughs> yeah. So he said, let's build a fence and we'll just round them all up like they're cattle. Drop some food on them, and, and, and they're going to eventually die out. Because <laughs> they
1: will, they'll become extinct. Yeah,
4: because they don't reproduce. Because
1: they don't reproduce. They don't reproduce. But you know what? Evolution, baby. Evolution. What happens to a frog? Hmm?
4: Yeah, that's true.
1: A frog turns to a female if there's no other frog to mate you just, with. You just clear your throat. <clears> throat> no, I didn't. You, you, what happens to a frog? You clear your throat. What? Oh, whatever, dude. Pum, pum. A frog... <laughs> A frog, if there's no <laughs> female mate to mate with...
4: do they become asexual? ...to
1: reproduce, it'll become a female in order to lay Porn.
4: <laughs> really? How did yeah. it do that, though?
1: I don't know, baby, but that's evolution. You think... Imagine if he did that. If, if Imagine if all the lesbians were fenced off and all the gays were fenced off, the homosexuals were fenced off. For another. Imagine if they found a way to evolve and they became some way that they they, they mutated and started... Breeding, without even being able to breed. No, Charlie. It wouldn't be mutation. It would be evolving. I just said evolve, and mutate. Well, that's because they ate the bluefin fish. Whatever. dude The ones that they're <laughs> gonna drop in there. <laughs> that's what he'll do. And then later on, uh, Snake Lipskin will go in there and save them all. Snake. <sighs> Put on the headphones. So oh, Snake. Whatever. Snake Lipskin. Well, lots of people is. were very. Escape from Alcatraz. Man, oh, I didn't see that movie.
4: Oh, no. I didn't see that one either. You didn't either. see that one? No. It's a
1: classic. It's a cult classic. you got to watch it. Sorry. It is a cult classic.
4: He caused a lot of controversy, even though with so many protesters, there were still some that were in support of the pastor. Reverend Billy Ball from Faith Baptist Church in Primrose, Georgia, mm-hmm. said Worley had every right to speak his mind and that we were being critical of Worley's message. You know what well, he said? Uh, you
1: know, he, I heard that he went out there and spoke to the picketers, uh-huh. and he said, <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, I, in your consideration for... Your um, uh, sympathy for the lesbians and queers. I'd like to ask you to please tithe uh, as you are picketing. Now, <laughs> 10%. <laughs> <laughs> no. 10%. <laughs> no. <laughs> 10%. Well, I'll recycle some of them cardboard signs. <laughs> uh,
4: however, when they actually went to the church that he um, is a pastor at, there was no response or statement from Worley or any other church representative.
1: Well, you know, um, the other gentleman uh-huh. who said that the guy has a right to speak his mind. Mm-hmm. Well, he does. He has a right to speak whatever he wants to speak from the pulpit. A, you... it, it is a, Even if it's stupidity and from the religious pulpit, because that's his, and he's the pastor and he's the religion. And if people want to believe that, even though it's, it's so irrational and wrong and stupid, you know what? He can. And here's, here's the deal. Um people have a right to also protest in front of his church and say you're a jerk whatever cuz mm-hmm. they have the right to do that mm-hmm. but why waste your time you know why waste your time you're not going to change his mind you're just going to anger him more he's not going out there literally building fences and putting gaze on the, in him so no but you know what though the word is powerful man and and yeah i get what you're saying you know but but you know what he's he's a man that's respected among his community and he can uh, he can totally throw some people off totally that are very what would you call it amiable no uh, or uh, pendejos? easily influenced there you go here's what I gotta say you you say the word is powerful mm-hmm. and but but, but you, you flip your story and stop chewing stuff dude stop doing that um, you, you whenever we talk politics you're like oh it's just a bunch of talk it's all it just separates and divides us we gotta go and become one. But now it's like, oh, the word is powerful. No, good point. No, no, eh? that's a good, you make, eh? you make a good point. But... Only when you don't want to listen to politics, you're like, oh, stop talking the rhetoric. It's just rhetoric. But no. now when you talk about this guy who's an idiot who's just talking real idiotic, idiocy, well, now well, the word is powerful. Well, He's an idiot, dude. No, I, I totally agree with you. I do. Oh my God! But but, Wait you, ha- Wait, Wait, no, but you, you have what day to- is it? No, but you have to.
4: What day is it? May what? May twenty ninth? May twenty ninth, two thousand twelve. No, but, Angel agreed with Jose.
1: No, but but I also I still I stand by what I said because <clears throat> when something somebody uh, it has that kind of power that he has. I don't think he has that okay. much power. Well, I think what it, it only needs his, his Je- all Je- he needs is congregation, Jim, no, and then they can go out and do the same. And Jerry then they Falwell, can and do, Jimmy Swaggart, they a have second. they had more influence. Let me tell you, the, who is this guy? The, you you have we. There has to be a balance at least. You can't just let people rant and rave all the time. Somebody has to come up and and just counter it. No, absolutely, they can counter it, but absolutely for the sake, it, but not for the sake of countering, but for the sake of bringing balance. You know no, what? Here's you, the deal. It, it's not like Rush Limbaugh went out and said this. Now, Rush Limbaugh has more influence than this little guy in this little itty bitty church in, and uh, Paducah, whatever it was, North Carolina. You know, so uh, no, but I I don't believe people. Maybe it's, if this guy talks the way he does, his congregation isn't that very big. It can't be they can't be that many stupid or maybe people I aren't not. that
4: surprised by his by what he actually said maybe he said something before it's just this hap- this sermon happened to be caught on video and it went viral online
1: okay so what do you think about this? you think it's, this is horrible this is just terrible piece of dirt yeah I think that I think that it's it- he, what is, his people need to know that there's a there's another perspective I and think, not his because I know they're probably totally relying on his perspective. And not so, necessarily because people that go to church, people if, that go to church. If I chur- go out there and I'm going to counter him with a sign and say, hey, you're wrong what you said, then there's an opportunity that people in that congregation will actually see me and say, hey, this man, You know, if I was gay or if I was lesbian, this man or this woman – it's just like me, but you're assuming that everyone in that congregation believed what he says. No, it only, but it only it. takes one. Yeah, but but it that, only takes yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, but but you're talking about power, power. This is yes, one guy. Yes, because he has that power. Yeah, I'm not saying oh he has the absolute power and everybody's power, but he has power. With I, I just kingdom. say you know what, ignore the hell out of the guy, ignore the hell out of the guy. Mama Linda, you want to say something? <laughs> what, which mic is that one? Hello? Hold on a second. Turn it on. <coughs> no, I was just
7: saying. Hold on,
1: hold on. There you go ahead. Hello. Hi, sis. Hey, ladies and gentlemen. Mama Linda's in the house. Mama Linda is our big sister.
7: Hello, everybody.
1: Okay, what were you saying?
7: Well, I was just saying that you know the uh, the point, the reason. Well,
1: well, you got nervous, didn't you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> There's only millions of people well, around the world listening to you. It's not that big deal. The a fact
7: that the video went viral. I mean, yeah, you're talking about, yeah, it's just the congregation, but the fact that the video went viral and it's seen by millions of people, there are a lot of like-minded people out there, and he could attract the following. So, so it is very dangerous. So what?
1: So what? I mean, really, no, not, no, no, no offense to, to the gays and lesbians, no offense whatsoever, but there are a lot of stupid people out there, a lot. And and, and what? here's what bothers me about this a guy says something so idiotic even if he wasn't so far crazy even if he says nowadays you can say anything that that is against gays and people just go nuts like it's going to be the end of the world like you are such a lo- we we got to be careful they are so dangerous you know what baloney they are not uh, – there are just as many crazies on the left as there are on the right. Oh. And, I, and I'm and I sick and tired of people uh, raising the red flag every time some idiot says something stupid like well, it's going to be a fucking oh, – I'm sorry, I said uh, the F word. But
7: the thing is, you know not, what saying? not brother, my point is not the fact that what they were, he was talking against but the fact that he's spreading hate and he's bringing hate. And there's a lot of people out there that all they need is a spark. You know All what? Need is something but to, that's a right and left. Somebody. That's a right and left. But you only I need a hear spark, it. <laughs> you only
1: hear. Here's what's bothering me about this. Any issue that's any, eh? any issue, <laughs> any issue having any social issue, especially when it comes to uh, on uh, on the left. You know, um um the angel stop chewing and the freaking stop it, dude. You stop it. It's, stop. it's
7: not. It's not a point of having a difference of opinion. I think it's it's the way he's. Sp- He's spreading his message of hate. It's it's a hate message. It's it, not it's not okay. I don't like uh, gays, and they can do whatever they want in their own thing, and stay away from me. He's spreading hate. He's talking mm. about. He didn't say
1: to people, "You guys should build a fence and put them here." No, he okay. he spoke. Oh. And a sort of a metaphor saying you know, you know I know how to get them to stop They would stop breeding Or whatever he said you It know? just sounded pretty <laughs> hateful choice. It sounded so It's not even worth talking about Because it was so idiotic And I think that we're we're getting too scared over it. It's not that big a deal. Yes, it's stupid. First of all, it's stupid for him to think that uh, gays and lesbians should not have the right. Because in North Carolina, that's why they're all doing that. Because North Carolina, they just passed that law to ban marriage between uh, same-sex marriage uh, genders. So uh, I'm not saying that that's uh, right or wrong. I'm saying that that we're, we're we're making too much issue over this guy's talking so idiotic what, and stupid. Whatever you're saying, Jose, you just keep saying it over and over again. And I'm not gonna I'm not arguing against yours or whatever you're saying, it's just that you're saying it over and over again. You know what Angel, now I don't, you said it to me, you said it to Jackie, now you're saying it to Linda and you're probably gonna say it again after I stop talking. Angel. I mean really Angel, let's move this conversation forward. Yeah, let's move it forward indeed. I not I, in circles. Whatever dude. Whatever.
4: Okay. This is a talk
1: show, dude. We talk. I, know, I know. I know. Do you're we want to You're just mad because I don't let you chew in the freaking microphone because that bugs people. And they're, they're no, listening. you just keep saying it over and over again. No, I was responding to what she said. I'm sorry that you're not in, you know, in this conversation, but <laughs> Linda was talking, so I was talk, responding to what she said. And she, we, and she responded, so I responded in kind. It's
4: a freaking talk show. Do we want to talk Some about more dirty let, laundry. another crazy? Let's
1: talk about Let's talk another crazy. crazy.
4: Okay, this one comes from Miami, Florida. A naked man was found chewing off the face of another man of what's being called a zombie-like attack. Uh-oh. It's been reported that this man, his name is um, Rudy Eugene, who's 31 years old, was under the influence of a bath salts, but it's kind of like this new LSD form that gives you these um, symptoms of kind of going crazy and delusional. But what happened is that uh, a witness came to see this man. Both of them were naked. Don't know why yet. But this man was showing off the (laughs) face of of him. And he would tell him to stop. And he wouldn't stop. There was a police car passing by. And he flagged the police. That guy
1: was alive?
4: Yes. Yes. And he was eating his face. So then when the police car came up, told him to stop. When he turned around, he growled at the police officer and then continued chewing the face off of the other man that was lying down while he was screaming. And And then. You shoot him in
1: the head. You shoot zombies in the head. He (laughs)
4: shot him and killed him eventually. However, now there's details about finding out about this new drug because there's only been a couple cases that have been told that they're animal like. But this kind of freaked me out because I watched The Walking Dead. And I kept thinking, oh, my gosh, zombies really are going to come and like take over because it was zombie-like of him eating his face. So now the man, which is still in critical condition in the hospital
1: he's becoming in Florida, a, he's becoming he has no
4: lips, he has no nose, and his eyes have been chewed out. Okay, and how and gross and scary is that? That, he was, guy,
1: he you was, know, that guy's gonna look like a zombie. <laughs> now he was high on what? A bath salt? It's
4: bath salts, but it's a new form of LSD. Now,
1: now oh, dude, that's a gateway drug. No, so he, inten- <laughs> so uh, you know, I just have to say that I'm vehemently against bath salts. <laughs> <laughs> now he took him, he ingested them intentionally to get high. Yes, and no, he, he was taking a bath with it. That he was na- he was naked. Yeah. It sounds like it because if he was naked, he was there probably. Is, to...
4: The symptoms are that you get cuckoo and you get naked and you get animal-like and you. You need salt.
1: We all need know it. that well, my brother doesn't need bath salts to get naked.
4: <laughs> That's true. That's true. The, the witness that actually flagged down the, um, the police officer, his name was Larry Vega, he said that it was. You couldn't even see the man's face, it was just a blob of blood.
1: Oh, my God. How
4: horrific is that?
1: That's terrible. It reminds me of that that chimpanzee that attacked that other lady and but I mean that off.
4: you know it's like it's an animal. But they're just it's, human, it, you know. This is a human. This is a human. And then what freaks me out is that he growled at the police officer.
1: They gotta watch the one that's in critical condition. If he starts to you know growl, <laughs> he's gonna start chewing other people's. Faces I know it's gonna. It's
4: like I swear. I just kept thinking of The Walking Dead. Jack is gonna have nightmares. In 28 right? days, we're gonna be
1: holed up in our home.
4: I know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was just imagining him turning back and growling at him, and I'm like, oh my gosh, we're gonna turn into zombies. What did I learn from The Walking Dead? Don't go to the CDC. Don't be in cities.
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Be off
4: into the wilderness.
1: You clearly have a fear, a major fear of zombies.
4: I don't have a fear of zombies. I actually had a conversation with a friend of mine.
1: Oh, I, I had a conversation with a zombie of
4: like what would be your best end of the world scenario? Would you want vampires? Would you want werewolves or zombies? And oh. I picked zombies because I feel like they're slower and easier <laughs> to kill.
1: You didn't watch 28. Was that film?
4: No, <laughs> I didn't see 28 days or 20 weeks later. I didn't see it. They
1: run like they bolt. They're like sprinters. Yeah, but the days? vampires are undead. You know, you can't kill those fuckers. Yeah, but but these you but the can wear. And are, and the vampires are kind of sexier
4: because they're kind of like they lure you in to bite you. <laughs> <laughs> and then werewolves. I Here's, know, I deal. Here's totally, the deal. I would was, totally be a, I a good think vampires. Thicker. I think vampires,
1: and I really, bu- it really bugs me the whole vampire craze because uh-huh. I think of all the monsters, uh-huh. the vampire is the most insidious and most evil of all of them. Really? Oh yeah, for several reasons. For several reasons. One, obviously, because they're the immortal and you're their undead and they drink blood. But most importantly, because what they do since the very beginning of of, of vampire folklore, what they do, what do they do? They lure and seduce. Yeah. Sexily, though. Typically, the young virgin who Uh is pristine and clean Uh into a uh, he is so evil that even a, a pristine, clean young virgin is willing to give herself to this. Evil monster—that is the worst, most evil thing you can think of. I'm so glad that you so um, eloquently uh, painted this picture, like you like um, want to say it. And if you know, I'm, you know so much about the vampires because, really, the vampire story is uh, <clears throat> is actually uh, 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 a kind of a—it came out of a uh, the guy who wrote the uh, the vampire the whole vamp thing uh is part of the elite and the oh my god he's a 1% va- yes the vampire represents the uh, the elite <laughs> it it represents them because the the movie shows how they're the undead okay you okay. can't kill them okay you cannot kill them and you're 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 basically you're the mortal one and they're basically in the background <laughs> uh, and they rule drink everything drinking your blood sucking your, if, if you're do not tend smart yeah, and they and they rule if everything. If you can live forever, could and you they figure out a way to get rich? Yeah, For and, and the elite, the elite, they they see themselves as living forever. So, where does the 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 young virgin that gets seduced into it fall in? Who who, who is she? That means represents? that's the children. The children before we are the children are are, are what do you call it? Um, before we domesticize our children, Domesticize? Yeah, and, and teaching them, you know, what are you know how to live in this society? Domesticate, whatever. Like a cat You know They're the virgins before that And so that When You know Getting the virgin Is what represents You know You know Bringing your children to me Bring your children to, the, to me And have them You know uh, be, Fear me And then um, And uh-huh. then not only fear me But then Will provide their life to me
4: Did anybody uh, and not that's see, what it represents Did we, anybody not see The Twilight series
1: Hold on We got a call coming in Let's see what's going on Hold on Hello, you're on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. What's your name?
6: I'm social Bill Rice. Hey, Bill, what's happening? Hey, Bill, what's up, Holmes? Not too much. I just wanted to say hey to you, and I wanted to be able to let people know about uh, another Peace and Dignity Journey benefit <laughs> happening this weekend.
1: Okay, you know what? Go ahead and throw it down, man. What is it? When is it and where?
6: Right, it's on. Uh, in commerce, and uh, they can check it out by uh, you got the invite, I hope. Yes. Uh, out of Facebook, uh-huh. or you, they can go to uh, Ventura County uh, Facebook, uh, Peace and Dignity Journeys. They can go to Bay Area, they can go to Peace and Dignity Journeys 2012, or you can go to Tentative, or P- PDJ Tentative. All of those are Facebook pages. Easy to find. uh, Peace and Dignity Journeys on Facebook, and find the details. It's um, a concert, and it's happening in Commerce. That's the best I can tell you right now, without having the computer right in front of my eyes.
1: That's okay. In the city of in the city of Commerce, I have to wait. Go ahead, Bill.
6: Right. And I had to wait until I got off work here at uh, KNBC's in order to call you and get off the computers.
1: (laughs) Hey, listen, Bill, thanks for for letting us know about this. Ladies and gentlemen, another Peace and Dignity event, the uh, the Peace and Dignity Tour is the tour, the relay journey journey that starts in Alaska all the way they are walking all the way to South America, all the way uh, spreading peace and love. And uh, uh there' was ways to support them, and as you heard Bill say, go to their Facebook pages in order to learn how to support them. Hey, uh, Bill, this is Angel.
6: Are you there? Hi Hi Angel. Uh, yeah, I'm
1: here. You called us at a, at a very particular time, so I'm going to ask you something. Would, what do you prefer? Sure. What do you prefer to, if you had a, if you were to, if you were in a movie, would you prefer to be uh, die via werewolf, vampire or zombie?
6: Uh, definitely a vampire because you can change shape and all those <laughs> kind of things. Uh, and being a true blood fan, they, they look like the coolest of them all. <laughs> even though the Indians even though the Indians are saying uh, are supposedly wolves. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Hey Matt, thanks for calling in. Hey, that's uh that's uh Bill Rice from the Peace and Dignity Journey. Look it up on Facebook. All right, thanks, Bill. Have a good one.
6: Yeah,
1: uh, thanks for taking my call. Anytime, Bye-bye. <laughs> bye bye. Hi,
4: Bill. <laughs> so, like I was saying, in Twilight, not all the vampires were evil. Some of them were really nice no. and kind, and yeah. hot and gentle. They are all,
1: they are all evil. And here's the deal. <laughs> I'll tell you why, and that's what bothers me about it. Exactly. That's what really, really they really, are. They are just that's I, what bothers me about it. Because I, I totally agree with you. I'm in the middle of something. That's what bothers me about it because the the fact that. They are seducing people like you and teenage girls right now saying, letting them know that they're all they're, they're not evil, they're okay. I mean, they're nice, no, they're undead. Any time that you have conquered death through by selling your soul to the devil, that's evil, even if you don't go out and kill people. that's evil. Well but
2: they're sexy
1: <laughs> You know what? You're like Eve, seduced by the serpent. Come on, take a bite, it's okay. <laughs> Can you hear it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah. Well, that was the conversation that I had. So, anywho, this particular story from Miami, I truly, truly was thinking, like, Walking Dead, this is what's going to happen to our world. We're going to be taken over by zombies, and I need to um, learn how to shoot a gun.
1: Uh, Next story.
4: (laughs) Okay, moving on. So, we just had Memorial Day weekend, which is considered the unofficial start of the summer, which means... Are we beach body ready, guys?
3: Uh-huh. Body.
4: Are we beach bod ready, guys?
1: <laughs> I am, always.
4: No, maybe, maybe so. Well, Fit Magazine wanted to find out what women thought about being uh, beach bod ready. Which, of course, survey results said no. Not too surprising, nothing too crazy. However, the most interesting part of their results was that 68% of women would forego at least one month of sex for the perfect bikini body. What? At least one whole month.
1: At least one month?
4: They would forego one shit. month
1: without having sex.
4: Without having sex ah. for the perfect beach body.
1: I'm this curious. This is
4: six. That's almost seventy percent of the surveyors of this set that Fit Magazine had put out there.
1: Dude, I've gone a month. Oh, dude, that would. I've dope. gone longer. I didn't get no beach body <laughs> shit. I got, I got dude. Eh? All Angel got was that shitty T-shirt <laughs> <laughs> and blue balls. I, I grew, I grew hair on my hand. Oh, <laughs> Pacino, dude. You know what? You know what? I, I, I believe that obviously that's true because most women just, oh, they obsess over their bodies. And the the, the terrible thing is this. They are just. Not shy, they're lying. They, all they're doing is is depriving themselves because I'm willing to say that the, those 75% of women that would rather forego sex with a perfect body, the, their partners, if they have them, i say 60% of them are loving their body just the way that it is. And, and if they would just learn to enjoy the fact that their mate loves and adores every inch of their body, given the, whatever the shape it is in, they, they would be happy completely.
4: They and, did say and, that as far as wearing a swimsuit around your significant other, one in four women feel most confident in that scenario.
1: Let me tell you something. A hundred percent of the women polled, cheated. Why would they cheat? Come on. Women always fudge it a little bit. Always. Wait, what are you talking about? Why Questionnaires, they polls. So you think there's I mean, more they always so, fudge. It. So, so, so
4: do you,
1: <laughs> do you do uh, poco you, no. Okay. So do you so do you think that
4: More or less women would yes. forego sex for a perfect beach beach body? I think
1: that I think that seventy percent of the women will forego sex that that. Uh-huh. Okay. But they won't really. Oh, they cheat. Like they, they'll they say they do, but they're really out there playing with their manner or their vibrators.
4: <laughs> oh. Is vibrator, well, you know is, what? They is is vibrator, specify the, is, is, the boundaries is of a vi- sex. Is a vibrator cheating? No, it's not.
1: Okay. Well, then, it's not cheating on your husband, but it's cheating on this pole, I think so. Because masturbation. Is masturbation sex? Hmm. Yes. Mama Linda, what were you going to say? I have sex with myself. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
7: <laughs> I was just agreeing with Angel. I think that woman would say they would just for the sen- you know, mm-hmm. for the sake of the poll to get their point across. But I don't really think they would. Yeah, but
1: yeah. if they had, if, if someone had a magic wand to and said point across, and, and Jackie, if someone had a magic wand and said Jackie, although I think you are fantastic and you would look fantastic in a swimsuit, I've never seen. <laughs> let me just fantasize. You know, I know. But, but close your eyes. Uh, but but if someone said oh, to you, nice. if you didn't feel think. like. If <laughs> let, theoretically, Jackie, theoretically, if you felt you, you, you wanted a perfect body more than it already is uh-huh. <laughs> beach body. And if someone had a magic wand and said, look, you cannot have any sex for 30 days whatsoever, none of it, none of it, not even none. manual stimulation or anything for a month. <laughs> manual and, at, Who's the, manual? <laughs> and at, the end, at the end of it, you'll have a perfect body that you desire for forever. Yeah, I guess. What does that what the poll says?
4: It doesn't specify let's just that. Say, no, let's say, let,
1: let me just say the perfect. Uh, what it says. The perfect beach body.
4: says perfect beach body.
1: Would you do it, so to speak? I would do it. You would? I would,
4: would. do it. I could yeah. forego a of month. Of course,
1: Jose. They just said that they always fudge on the fucking balls. <laughs> no, no just, I can they're forgo fudging a, right now. I've
4: gone longer than a month. I can do it.
1: <laughs> wow. I, can,
4: I can totally do it.
1: No, but have you gone longer to. than a month for real, if you know what I'm talking about.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sure I have at some point. I just got to think about it, (laughs) think back there. (laughs) Were you
1: master of your domain for a month?
4: (laughs) I'm sure I have at some point. I'm sure I have. I'm sure I could do it. But perfect beach body, right?
1: It's depressing when you go that long. You stop counting. (laughs) You know what, ladies and gentlemen? I got to be happy with my own body because I couldn't. I'm happy with my... There's, I mean, I'm there's a, happy it's not
4: saying that you're not happy with your body. Just saying that you would have that perfect beach body.
1: That's like, para qué, you know?
4: Well, I guess it's more of a woman's thing because we're more yeah. insecure about it than men. But I just thought it was interesting that almost 70%. Think about
1: another... Think about a part of the body and then do that poll for men.
4: <laughs> okay. Would you forego? No, don't ask me. that. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't think you guys would give it up.
1: No, uh, no. Oh, I'll give it up. Absolutely maybe. not. <laughs> you know what? My, I'm, I'm not perfect, but I'm pretty damn good and I'm done with it. Done. I want a piece.
4: No, like That's something surprising. else. Like maybe let's say like to have, ooh, to be like a super rock god in the bedroom.
1: I'm already that. <laughs> <laughs> I am already. I already feel like I'm a super rock god in the bedroom. I really do.
7: Did you take a survey, Jose? Oy.
4: Yeah, let's let's let's, let's pull up <laughs> your little black book.
1: You know what? I haven't surveyed them. But I'm only going by the their expressions. By what you think?
4: <laughs> Did we Did fudge it? Remember? Yeah, we fudge all the time, Jose. All the time. We can do it in our sleep.
1: Cuando tú vas, ya vienen.
4: We can fudge it up and make you believe. We can make the faces, the noise, the sound. Hey, you know
1: what? I, is okay, a... any of your big, sweaty women that want to call in and be part of my survey, <laughs> dial 626. Why are they sweaty? 27... Why are they big? Yeah. 626 big twin six two six two seven five 275 twin or post on, four six Or post on Facebook and tell everybody about my sexual prowess in bed. Did you say prowess? Yeah. Yes. That's for a caddy. You got to be a (laughs) perro. All right, next one. I I enjoy enjoy. it. We're running so late, and the Cineverse guys are waiting. Oh, Oh, okay. okay.
4: All right, moving on. This is kind of a cool story, guys. Um, This comes from our Wisconsin's sides. Cow comfort has become a key concern for the nation's dairy farmers who have been known for generations that can happy cows. Give more milk. The traditional techniques for <laughs> keeping cows form and hit it
3: for my short time. I thought <laughs> that I
4: would be home. This is so Wisconsin. I don't
1: get it.
3: It's
1: coming, hold on. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but how do you milk a cow? <laughs>
1: Long
4: intro,
1: Jose. Sorry, I miscued it.
4: Long intro. I
1: miscued it, sorry.
4: So the traditional techniques for keeping cows happy aren't complicated. Just feed them well, keep the temperatures comfortable, and give them some room to move around. I knew you were going
1: to talk about teats.
4: Well, you know, I got to throw it in there somewhere. (laughs) But some dairy farmers are turning into a new array of creative options intended to keep cows as mellow and, of course, productive as possible. I know what it is. What is it?
1: It's pedicure for their hooves.
4: No. That's a happy cow, right?
1: Well. <laughs> I walked by the the, the happy star nails you I, f- I saw a few happy cows in there. <laughs>
4: <laughs> some farmers have installed water beds for their cows to rest on, while others play classical music, and some hire animal chiropractors to give older cows uh, a tune-up and correct minor issues in their calves. All part of the effort to ensure maximum milk output. And, of course, a happy cow is happy milk.
1: Well, (laughs) it it increases their...
4: Their productivity. There is no exact scientific data to back up the claims, but dairy farmers do say they see a difference in uh, with their own eyes. The boobs. Cows cows are giving more milk. Milk quality is improving, and the herds seem to be enjoying their new indulgences.
1: Of course, they'd enjoy it, right? Of course, they would. Kind of cool. I I think I I will be a better radio host throughout the show, Jackie. If you would give me a massage too.
4: I would, but I'm like on the other side of you. I could fix that. <laughs> Will you fix my location? Absolutely. I'm giving my dirty laundry a news. <laughs> <I'm> working away. <laughs>
1: so no, you know, I wouldn't mind getting milk either. <laughs> this reminds me of a story I did years ago about these stupid, lame people who believe in in pet psychologists. Oh, my dog is 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 depressed or sick. And then, so we did a story, and this woman shows up, and she reads your dog. Oh, and she is says, it a
4: psychologist or a pet psychic? Um, a a sp- psychic,
1: the pet psychologist or pet, yeah, it was a pet psychic, mm-hmm. and they could tell it was exactly that. And they could, he could tell you, she could tell you that the, this poor dog had a past life and he was traumatized, and you need to treat it this way. It's, like, <laughs> it's a dog, and the lady knows it. He was a she, hot dog in a previous life. <laughs> <laughs> the the psychic knew it. They just you know making money off these stupid people dude if the dog's depressed it's cuz the person is depressed the owner whatever it it's is it's true the owners look they end up doing that's they true. do like the same thing as their as their. look at the dogs and then look at the owner and then you see what i mean
4: when i'm bummed out my dog is bummed out mm-hmm. but then she cheers me up because then she gets happy
1: uh, now your dog pisses all over the place is that cuz you piss all over the place
4: <laughs> that's what my mom <laughs> would call a I
1: I got I got a story on that, but I ain't gonna share it
4: Why? Because
1: I mark my territory <laughs> I do
4: It's a talk show <laughs> You really, like, not literally, right?
1: Anyway, okay. literally
4: <laughs> Oh,
1: Lord No
4: That's a little scary But I'll tell
1: you, I have a beer every night Sometimes I just don't want to walk all the way inside my house to have a beer. So you just roll your roll over outside and take a leak? Yeah, there's plenty of. If you could, yeah, if it's your house, my, you're you outside. See my, my jasmine bush is, 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 uh, is blooming, man. And you wanted those tomatoes, Jackie. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't do it at the garden, though. I don't do it at the garden. I don't know that. Can you really know, warm shit and angel <laughs> beer piss. Okay, is that it for the dirty laundry? News and dirty laundry?
4: Yes, that's all we've got tonight. Guys. Zombies
1: and boobies. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jackie Casas with the news and dirty laundry. Shoo. And when we come back, the geniuses from thecineverse.com are going to give us a quick rundown on the latest uh, blockbuster summer films Uh, you know we're in mid-stride no we're just getting into start we're just starting with the summer films and they're going to break down a few of them for us when we come back so stay tuned Listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And welcome back. You know, we're on twintalkcast.com and you can hear us on uh, iTunes. Also, make sure that you go to our website at twintalkcast.com, listen to our previous podcast. Uh, you can click on previous podcasts and, you know, stream or download the one of choice that you want. And also subscribe for free because we have a bunch of bitchin' shows. Yeah, we do. We have some really cool uh, uh, shows. Um, we have Jackie Casas and. I don't know. Tealisa's garage. Get your hand <laughs> off that mic, dude. <clears throat> I'm choking. Okay, anyways, we promise you guys, ladies and gentlemen, because we are just in the beginning. Let me say, we're on the cusp of this year's summer blockbuster movies. And whenever it comes up, when it comes to movies and f- films, uh, we have uh, our guys. Did that... you say cup? I want a cup. Cusp. Cusp. When it, You know, when it comes to films we have our guys here okay our guys are the, the guys that we go to for all you know the 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 spiel and the skinny on the films with a good twist on it and good points of view are Cordell Crisman and Dave Brown from thecineverse.com. Right the com. that's the dot com. go to their website they break it down and they do it better than you've ever ever known it's like having your cool nerdy guys Tell, telling you what's going on. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. on the phone right now with us from thecineverse.com dot is Dave Brown. Hey, Dave, how are you? Jose here. I'm doing well, guys. How are you? Fantastic. Thanks for uh, waiting. We went a little over on the last segment. So, uh, D- Dave, this is Angel. I just want to say, man, I dig the new intro on your show, man. Thank
5: you. Thank you. You guys we went rock. down and at, We shot that in Hollywood ourselves.
1: Right on Fantastic Listen, they've got an awesome website TheCineverse.com And they update it all the time Good stuff Awesome You always forget going to the movie websites like AMC Theater And checking out the trailers You can see the trailers on TheCineverse.com And they break down the movie Yeah. Awesome, they awesome did. job Anyway, so let's, let's, talk, let's talk about it we We're just at the beginning of the summer blockbusters Tell us about that, Dave
5: yeah, this is definitely, definitely, we've just, we've just really started hitting the big ones. Uh, we just got our men in blackout, we just got Battleship, and we just got, of course, Avengers still making its rounds.
1: Now, I haven't seen, I'm one of the few people that has not seen Avengers yet. Oh, uh-huh, dude. And it is being, it is being touted as, like, the biggest, first of all, it is the biggest blockbuster opening, but is it, is it worthy of it?
5: Well... Upon upon seeing it four times, I'd have to say, I'd have to say just maybe.
1: (laughs) So, break it down real quick, a real quickie for the people, those two or three people like me that haven't seen it. Well,
5: basically what we're talking about is we've got the last, the the Marvel movies from the last five years or so, from Iron, backing up from Iron Man 1 that started it all, all the way up through Thor, Captain America, and we just... You know, let's take every movie star and all of those, smash them into one, and uh, let aliens invade and see what happens.
1: So it's all that it's cut up to be. What is the main thing that does it for that film?
5: Really, um, if I had to say, I'd, I'd say a director like Joss Whedon being able to to wrangle all those those mega stars into one movie and still make it feel like everyone got their own piece, and that it wasn't a you know one person's movie; it was everybody's movie. That is what really makes it. It's such a great movie. It's such a great ensemble
1: piece. I wish I would have had a piece of Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on to the next one. Sequels, sequels, sequels. A lot of times, sequels are, you know, are just, uh, you know, they're not always cut out to be what they're supposed to be. Men in Black. Oh, Black,
5: me,
1: I know. Men in Black Three. Tell us about that. First of all, what's the plot, and did it, and did it work? Well.
5: First of all, let's just start off with Men in Black 2 is terrible, and Men in Black 3 is much better. Okay. The plot of Men in Black Black 3 is pretty pretty straightforward for time travel, isn't it? Um, Agent J has to go back in time to stop another space alien who went back in time from killing K, and therefore starting a space invasion of Earth.
1: So it's almost (laughs) like, so it sounds like Men in Black crosses uh, back to the future.
5: Uh, Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Someone has to go back in time and fix their future. Okay, so, um, so it's a lot of fun. It's definitely a lot of fun.
1: Okay, so is it a rental or is it a go see it in the movie theater?
5: Um, Cordell and I kind of uh, disagree a little on this one. Uh, it's definitely for me one to go see in the theater. It's a lot of fun. The 3D is pretty cool. Um, Cordell thought it was more of a Mad Nathan kind of an afternoon movie. But we both agree that you should see it. It is actually a pretty, a pretty chill movie. A pretty good summer afternoon movie.
1: Okay, so here's another one. This film, I have no expectations for. I probably won't even watch it on the dollar ninety nine bin because it sounds kind of ridiculous. Is it Battleship? A Battleship based on a Parker Brothers game? Is it? What is it? It's
5: garbage. is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> basically, basically, what they what they tried to do is say, "Hey, we have this Hasbro property called Transformers that made us." billions of dollars. What else does Hasbro have in the old toy chest? Battleship? Hey, we can do Battleship, Battleship movie. So let's just not write a story, put some battleships (laughs) in the ocean, and then use all the Transformers CG that we didn't use in (laughs) Transformers and put it in this movie. That's basically what we're watching here is CG Transformers, which this time they're just aliens, attacking Hawaii and uh, some poor actors driving around on boats trying to stop them. It's, it's it's misleading actually mostly I'd say because you get a lot of Liam Neeson in the trailer and pretty much every scene of Liam Neeson is in the trailer. He's in the movie for maybe five minutes.
1: Oh, uh, that's funny. And then you got actors, well, so-called Rihanna on the film. I hate when they oh, come, I hate when they Lord. make these uh, hip hop and R B singers. It's just a vehicle for them to go on there and you know get some money. Well, I mean, because
5: well, here's here's the interesting thing because you know you know adversely to that we've got Men in Black coming out. With, you know, Will Smith, pop star or, or hip hop star turned actor, who made the change completely and is very good. And, and in fact, a far better actor than he ever was on a uh, hip hop singer. And then we have Rihanna, who should only sing. Because, <laughs> because, but I don't know, I don't know what <laughs> she brought to this movie, but I wouldn't call it a performance. <laughs> All I know is
1: that when I saw the, uh, the trailer i was kind of bummed out because they didn't say you sunk my battleship
5: <laughs> yeah did they ever say uh, you sunk uh, my uh, battleship? oh don't worry any 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 cheesy line you want you can find in there somewhere
1: <laughs> okay so ultimately a quick rundown avengers men in black and battleship give us your 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 yes or no buy it or no uh, or...
5: definitely a full price yes on the avengers um, I'm, I I think I could go B five with saying a matinee afternoon for the men in black. Uh, and battleship, just let that one sail on by. Seek
1: <laughs> <Sink> that shit. <laughs> so what, else, what what films do we have looking? Are uh, we looking forward to this summer that you're you're thinking that you're excited about? Uh, well
5: the the bright the bright light at the end of the summer tunnel is obviously going to be the Dark Knight Rises with Batman coming back for us for one last go.
1: Awesome, awesome, fantastic. Okay, before we let you go, please let us know what's going on on thecineverse.com that people got to be excited about. To go to your website.
5: Well, uh, like I said, we've got we got every uh, every week we've got brand new episodes coming out. Uh, this Saturday we'll have a release of our episode uh, telling you whether or not you should check out uh, Snow White and the Huntsman. Awesome. Uh, Court, and I are pretty, Court and I are pretty excited about that one, so we'll let you guys know. Um, a bunch of the other summer movies that are coming out, Batman, of course. Um, we're releasing our our movie room episodes, which is where, where I tell you about old movies, old DVDs and such, which ones are worth a... Uh, which ones are worth picking up and which ones are worth leaving in the dollar ninety nine bin? Awesome. Um, just, yeah, uh-huh. so much, so much going on. Uh, we got we got uh, a video up right now from uh, we had the NBC come by not that long ago. It's up on our Facebook page. They they came by and, and to the tour of the studio, so that was a lot of cool. Um, but mostly. And mostly what we've got coming up is uh, we're attending Comic-Con this year, so we'll have a great Cineverse at Comic-Con video for you guys in July.
1: Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, Dave Brown from TheCineverse.com. That's C-I-N-E-V-E-R-S-E.com. Check out their website. I'm excited about. It. I think they're so awesome. They're, you know, they're they've got a great thing going on. And before you catch a film, or if you want to debate a film with your buddies, go to their website. Angel, you got one more thing. Yeah, Dave, uh, tell Cordell I want that Iron Man mask.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the yeah, way, we 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 take we picked that up at the comic store.
1: By the way, I didn't ask. Is he dead? Is Cordell, Cordell dead? dead? Is Cordell dead?
5: We'll never know. You know. <laughs> Tune in and find out.
1: <laughs> hey Dave, thanks so much, ladies and gentlemen. Dave Brown from the from the dot com. Good night, Dave. Good
5: night,
1: guys. Okay, cool, cool, awesome. So uh check him out. The, the, the guys from the Cineverse are awesome. Uh, they also – he did talk about the fact that, they, that NBC went out and did a story with them. Go on NBCLA.com to check it out or go on their website. They just posted it on their Facebook. Okay. Po- they go to their website. Check out that story. And you can see how they do their their reports and how cool these guys are. And then go to their website as well and check out they've, any, any – They've trail. totally updated their intro and they, they're using more props, uh, but still the great content. Okay, we gotta go, and when we come back, uh, we gotta. We're running. Back, we're running late. Today. Yeah, yeah. We're, so, it was, we're always too late for me. Okay, we're co- we're coming back. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> play uh, the Sunset Riots new track from their new album Stir Crazy, uh, Supri- Uprising. <laughs> the track is called Stir Crazy, and we'll be right back.
0: Tuesday is Twins Day. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel at 7 p.m.
3: Looking out my window Trying to figure out which way The windows may be there Like a fly away again Every day I get a little bit closer To a kind of truth It makes me wonder where we are Since it is The pain like a bitter cup Of all the tears the King.
1: Listening into to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on TwinTalkCast.com. That was Stir Crazy, Sunset Riot's new track from the new album, Uprising. Awesome, awesome. You know, uh, Sunset, hey, Sunset hey, Riot man. from Australia. They're hey, maybe here in town you, you, you used to let me uh, uh, announce the songs. And now you're not even letting me do that. It's not even Twin Talk with Jose and sometimes Angels. It's Twin Talk with Jose and... Well, you know, that's why we do rundowns and we put things down, but we don't. So we're just, you know. Rundowns right there. I, I, I cut, in, cut in through my writing my shout-outs Angel, you to have, do the rundown. Dude, you, you, you introduced uh, at the beginning of the show, You I let you go and talk about shit, too. We've been, all been talking. Callate. And Relax. why is it all about I let you? Que I let you ni que nada. It's because twin it's talk twin talk with Jose, and, Jose Angel. and Angel. Yes. It's not twin talk with Angel. What? And Jose. But it's not Twin Talk with Jose and sometimes Angel. And now it's turning in, in Twin Talk with Jose and rarely Angel. To, you're so butthurt. You're just a little kid, dude. No, I, I, I'm not butthurt. Yeah, you are. You just need help. Whatever, dude. <laughs> anyway, you know what, uh, what? Coming up next, we promised you that uh, uh, we'd be doing this. Um, uh, a while back, we pre-recorded an interview with, uh, with the uh, uh, legendary Brenton Wood. He came down and... He, I remember when he came down. He walked in to to where we were uh, to Lisa's garage, and uh, and he was wearing his hat, looking cool. Such a cool cat. Waited for us so the whole time as we set up, and gave gave us the most awesome interview. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, we it was did, beautiful. This is the long lost interview by Brenton Wood. And you know the one that uh, you know our swan song on the other station because when we first started our show on. Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, we broadcast out of Theo Luis's garage, but in another- Another station. Another internet radio station, and they just- could, A really boring one. And they could <laughs> just not, they just couldn't see our vision they, because they, they lacked, they were-, uh, they, were creative. they sucked. They were creatively <laughs> deprived. And they also sucked technically. And they were creatively oppressing us. And they were oppressing us. And the fact that we were getting better ratings at their show, the Uh owners of the show, (laughs) it bothered them. We thought you did. We brought in an artist to sing acoustic for us, our very first acoustic uh, jam. They said no. The next week, they had an acoustic artist. Yeah. We had video on our second show. We had video of us getting our mustaches shaved, streaming on our web page. The next week they had a video. No, first they said, no, you can't do it. The next week they, they had, had it. <laughs> and they had a video of an acoustic performer. Yeah. So it showed us that they didn't want us to do something because they didn't want us to but show But their show up. sucks, eh? The show still sucks. <laughs> anyway, so what? We, we record. This interview was done, supposed to have been done live on the old radio station. Yeah. What happened is they couldn't run their own equipment. So we, we were. We, we we're, did the show. We just didn't do it live. And we ended up recording we it. We recorded it. Ladies and gentlemen, it. the legendary Bretton Wood. Here's the interview. Check it out. We'll be back as soon as it's done. You're going to love it. It's going to start with one of his tracks. And uh, it's called Oogum Boogum." We'll be right back. If you do want me, give me
8: a
3: little sugar. if you don't want There's just one thing that you should do. Just give me some kind of sign, girl, oh, my baby, to show me that you're mine, girl. oh, yeah. Just give me some kind of sign, girl, oh, my darling, to show me that you're mine,
1: Give me a little sign from the legendary Mr. Brenton Wood, as we promised. Mr. Wood at Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Wood. Awesome.
8: Yay, 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 yay. I feel like a legend in my own mind. You
1: you are indeed. You are indeed. You know, I I have to say that... uh, we've had a few musical guests and uh yeah. other types of guests here as well mm-hmm. and but the response that we've had just when we mentioned that you were going to be here mm-hmm. has been pretty awesome that's spectacular, great. That's, spectacular. Great. that's
8: great that's great yeah good. we got uh we've that had that makes me feel good mm-hmm.
1: yeah well we've had some people that even mentioned that they've uh they've had the opportunity to met you meet you at a mm-hmm. show mm-hmm. uh they've said how uh what a nice guy you are and mm-hmm. and uh and, and how cool you are, and I agree.
8: Oh, thank you very
1: much. So, Mr. Wood, uh, since we just came back from Gimme a Little Sign, that, uh,
8: let's talk a little bit about that song. Now, let's talk about Gimme a Little Sign. Yeah, let's talk Give about me it. Gimme a Little Sign.
1: Now, I, I just realized that you don't sing that in the chorus.
8: Oh, you know, that's just, what someone else asked me. That's more or less um, probably a loose feeling mm-hmm. that when, I, when I'm into the music and I'm singing, I say what comes natural. I mm-hmm. had uh, the photo say, give me a little sign I just say give me some kind of sign girl, uh-huh. that that My rides baby. better right. That, <laughs> right that that uh-huh. makes it ride better and, I, and I, then I'm riding with the rhythm and the track and we're both like energy so, yeah. so the chorus
1: so, is really give me some kind of sign, not give me a little sign but that's the title, but,
8: the title of the sign. Give and, me and why sign.
1: not change the title just-
8: well you know in 19, uh, 19, I think 64 uh I was in um, high school, uh, I think. No, no, I was, I was Compton, out of high okay. school. Was I, it was here in Compton, it was Southern in Compton California? Compton high school. Bruno Sa- South Southern
1: California I- <laughs> <laughs> Homes- yeah, <right. laughs>
8: It's this this schoolmate of mine, uh, we uh, he had he he was he signed to Liberty Records and Liberty Records uh, had me give him give me those signs to uh, sing. One of his songs that he was going to record. And his name was Wilbert Wade. And he sang it like, give me little sign, girl, Uh to show me that you're mine, girl. Uh, Right on. Give me little sign. I said, nah, Wilbert, not like that. Uh They said, "That's, that's your name. It's too much. Laid back, uh-huh. just give me some kind of sign. <laughs> uh-huh. 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 My so that makes your voice right ride with the rhythm. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, but give me your know, weight and your pause. You know, that that doesn't ride very well. Nah. But the excitement comes when I say, just give me some kind of sign.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. got that, that tempo. Uh-huh. Right. Wow. Nah. Nah. Did you do that consciously, or it just came out when you started singing? Well,
8: that's the way I. That's the way I actually sing it. Mm-hmm. Actually. Consciously, I would go over it over and over and over again, and I won't even approach I try to sing it until after I'm really to it in my head, and it becomes me, and I can deliver it that way. I can have the state of mind, so more or less.
1: And people were feeling it, because that song yeah. hit number nine in the pop charts in mm-hmm, 19, mm-hmm. It 1967. And it, mm-hmm. still, it still, I think, has impacted a lot of people's life, And which is one of the reasons why you're here on our Valentine's mm-hmm. special, because i know i I grew up listening to a lot of your your stuff in mm-hmm. you know, backyard parties okay. garage parties you know what and and particularly here in in the, like in the latino uh i wouldn't say just the latino but kind of like the the urban culture what why do you think that it's still that it still kind of resonates your music uh
8: well you know it's i mean they say the music that ne- music never dies uh-huh. you know but uh I think it's the people like you were telling me that the people were putting out uh saying good things about me and stuff like that, although I take my fans very serious, and I really mm-hmm. pay a lot of attention to them because they they seem to want to touch you or talk to you and mm-hmm. stuff like that, uh-huh. and I think that's good, you know because um if they sometimes people have been listening to songs for a long time. Uh-huh. And they never get a chance to meet that artist. And when they finally meet them, I think that's a, that's when it gets to really be a good thing. Uh-huh. You know, because you can either shine them on or you can, you know, <laughs> greet them with respect and, and appreciate them wanting to listen to and their interest in you.
1: So let's talk about the artist, Mr. Bretton Wood. You mm-hmm. are a SoCal native. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess maybe. Pretty much so. Pretty much. You, yeah. You came out of... The South,
8: right? right,
1: right, Louisiana, right. But you grew up in Southern Cal, right?
8: Tell us, tell us about that. Right. Yeah, I, I moved. I think I moved here. and We moved here, I think in the forties. Uh-huh. I think um, I was three years old when I got here. Wow. So, when well, then we moved from to down, uh, I think South Central Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and we lived there for a couple years or so. Then we moved to San Pedro, right. And we uh, then we moved to, Compton.
1: So when did you get in the business? How old were you when you started performing and recording music?
8: Hm. Actually, I hadn't performed music before I got a hit. You know, I would, went to school. Uh-huh. First, but my first amusement about music was a piano, uh-huh. Uh-huh. a piano that was being played on the stage at the at the park on the stage or they play basketball and they have a piano on the stage. And I heard this piano because back then we didn't have TV or anything like that. And I had never seen a piano. <laughs> wow. Good, good.
1: Like you started playing the piano?
8: I sat there and watched that guy play that piano all day long and when he got up I played exactly what he was doing. Wow. Uh I think it was Frankie Lyman. You know, um, with, with uh that song, uh, Teenagers, Frank and I, were Ooh, why do why, why ooh, the yeah, why in love. Why do fools yeah. fall in love? Yeah. Then I said, hey, he's young, like me. <laughs> <laughs> so let me try to get into that, I can do that. Right. That's right. what I wanted to do. Right. But how? So I had to go through a whole learning process. You know, get a girlfriend, <laughs> go through the changes, <laughs> and write about it. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, yeah. And, and so, that's what I did. Now, uh, go through the changing with the girlfriend, and then uh, write about it. Uh-huh. Give me those sign with one of those songs because we used to break up, go back together, uh-huh. break up, go back together. <laughs> and so if you do want me, give me. That. <laughs> <laughs> if you awesome. don't want me, don't leave me. Young. <laughs> but if you need me,
1: <laughs> it's kind of and it's kind of a trip because uh, you learn, like you're saying, you 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 say, well, how do I do this? Uh, I'll get in a relationship and I'll learn, but a lot of people are. are it's kind of the other way around. People are falling in love mm-hmm. through your music. Yeah, to this because,
8: day. Yeah, well, see, see, that's what they call that. That's what I'm talking about, and because of what I, the way I learned the music is like through going through trial and error, uh-huh. and everything that everything that went across my mind, uh-huh. I wrote about it. You know, I was like, uh, when a boy falls in love, you think the one girl and all he got it. That kind of madness made me go to, you know. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> I did actually did that.
1: <laughs> you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? Brenton Wood is for real.
8: You hear that? Yeah, Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> so you
1: talk about writing to people. What? Tell us about Beautiful People. What's that What's that track about?
8: That's a good song. I like that song. Oh, yeah. That song was yeah. like, um, you know, it actually went through the whole thing of being Having sex. <laughs> At the end, oh yeah, yeah, come on, come on. <laughs> it was, it he was... Is for real, folks. <laughs> is for real. Actually I was trying to do a uh, go through it. It's like a like if you if, if it was a camera, I had a camera you could have seen every movie. But I was, <laughs> I was trying to portray everything that was step by step in uh-huh. that song. Too. But that's
1: so that's really is though. So it really mm. is a date song. Because mm-hmm. it brings you from the beginning right. of like little maybe we meet we do a little come cheek to cheek. Come close,
8: you feel my desire. And then right baby, up
1: to right up to the, the climax of the song. Right, Is it?
8: <laughs> come on, come on, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Man, and I thought it was just me and my girlfriend when we heard that song, but it's for real. So let's hear it, folks. Beautiful people from Brittenwood.
3: Day. Compliments to my baby, so together, on All I can say is you're beautiful people, poetry in motion. Oh. Can say beautiful
1: people. beautiful ta- track, beautiful people. Hold on, hold on. I'm doing the gangster lean. Hold on.
3: <laughs>
1: hey. that's a great track, beautiful track. I, I, I was listening to it earlier today too, because mm-hmm. it's just a, it's a beautiful mm-hmm. track. We have in front of us, brother, Mr. Brenton Wood, and it's, it's a storied name. Mm-hmm. Let's hear you, because you're originally, your birth name is different.
8: Yeah. Tell us about how
1: you came up with Brenton Wood.
8: Brenton Wood came about uh, when I signed up with uh, Double Shot Records. A uh, guy that had a dream artist is Danny Cameron. Mm-hmm. He had a dream artist, and he signed up me. He wanted, he thought that Brenton Wood, which he came from Brentwood, mm-hmm. and he thought that would be his dream artist. So. Probably a good thing because I was singing under the name of Alfred Smith, mm-hmm. but you know my friends knew that. They always tell me, "Oh, you can't sing, you can't do this, and you ain't gonna be able to me hamburgers in Hollywood." <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: so, so the name gave you a little bit of panache or some, some, some class. Had,
8: had a little class to it. Mm-hmm. So,
1: what did Mama think when you came up with that name?
8: You know. She, she saw, you she know, my, say, mother, keep, my mother, my mother was. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mijo, tu te llamas Alfredo. <laughs> <laughs> que Brenton Perez <laughs> Cristiano o que? You know,
8: you're talking about uh, Double Shot Records.
1: That's where you came in with uh, Oogum Boogum.
8: Right. That was the Oogum Boogum song. I, Oogum Boogum song, 1966. Uh-huh. I wrote this song at, at my at, on the job. So I just <laughs> got me a pencil and paper and I just started writing verse. You know, six weeks to do that. I wrote a verse a night. Wow! Oh. Then so you I, got
1: six verses? Oh no, wait. But like, got yeah, gotcha. Lot, six weeks. Lot, That's
8: lot a lot of verses. verses. I, I <laughs> changed it around a lot of times. I never used to use my falsetto wow. before. I used to, I used to just sing normally like everybody right. else. So I reversed my approach. Instead of me just singing down, I use the scale and I come down. And instead of me saying, I just reversed it and then used my falsetto to work into my natural voice. And then I rehearsed it, rehearsed it, and then I went into the studio with this band that was recording. They recorded four songs. And when they finished, I asked them, to back me up, you know. We all play the piano. Boom, 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 me. Now, baby, y'all cast me on spell wrong I say, boogum,
3: book boogum, Now, baby, y'all cast me on
8: I had fun writing Me and You. Me and You, I thought, I said, boy, if the homies catch on to this, they're going to all be talking that shit to them girls. (laughs)
1: Beautiful track, mm-hmm. um, oogum boogum. Come on, I'll give me a little sign. <laughs> Remember the dance my dad does with that one? <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta see dad. My dad dances. My dad does that he, he dances. Oh yeah,
0: he, he digs it. But
1: I tell you what, you know, uh, what I His love. His dance looks like oogum boogum. <laughs> what I love about your music, yeah. and, and a lot of people in the genre where you came up, mm-hmm. is that there's an honesty to the to the R and B music. Mm-hmm. It's really I mean, what you see is what you get, or what you hear is what you get. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and there, and I guess because of the limitations back in the day of recording, now you got all these tools. You got all and, these
8: tools now. But me middle little time, all those songs, my song were recorded on four tracks.
1: Yeah, but see now, <laughs> but that that kept it honest. You know, uh, there's mm-hmm. not too much production. Mm-hmm. What What's your opinion on on the R and B music that that you hear now?
8: Well, you know, the R and B music that I hear now, actually, I'm a little dumbfounded. I don't know what R and B is anymore. I I think every generation, you know, is gonna make some changes when they make the intro into the business. If you were put it in a category, I would back to the point of Morse code and then you get Morse? to talking.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
8: then you get you know you know I, I, agree, I you. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know, and you've pretty soon they're going to start singing again. <laughs> well, yeah. I look forward to that day. Yeah. <laughs> so that, for
1: that day to happen. I hear your music on the radio, mm-hmm. but there's always something, oh, Bretton Wood's playing over here. Mm-hmm. Or I drive by, oh, Brenton Wood over here. Or mm-hmm. I hear it on the radio, yeah, Brenton Woods. What keeps you going? Yeah.
8: The fans. The fans keep me going. And I don't get Social Security. <laughs> 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 that's interesting
2: uh,
1: because like you know uh, the fans would probably say the opposite that mm-hmm. or vice versa that you keep us going
8: you know and that's a perfect marriage because I hear the same thing from all the fans it's amazing they tell me that the music is inspiring me. Uh-huh. you know uh, I feel bad I put you on I feel much better. It's like a Saturday for something, you know. And I, I, I made uh, my first four kids. <laughs> you know, it's all you know. I think you know. I, it's almost seemed like a, a carefully thought out plan. <laughs>
1: so, if there's something you can say to them right now, because they're going to be listening to this and this is going out to the world, what do you want to say to your
8: fans? I would say like to say thank you to all my fans. You know, I feel like I know every one of them personally. You know, and I would like to say uh, you know, that they, they've been great to me and their parents have been great to me. And thanks for handing it down to your kids. Uh-huh. You know, so that's basically where the state power comes from. It's the generation to generations coming. Your parents like it and the kids like
3: it. Hey girl, gee, you look Compliments to my baby, so to give a breath, all I can say is, You're beautiful people.
0: Poetry in motion. You're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel.
1: Yeah, baby. What a beautiful soul, man. That was awesome. It was great to meet him. It was great to talk to him. And he he just carried himself so tenderly. I I love the man. What do you think, Jackie? It
4: was nice. It was nice to hear him.
1: You know what? Out of the Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tio Luis's vaults. He has a vault in the garage. My the has a, a vault, huh? Yeah, believe it or not. Shit, and I always thought it was beer in there. <laughs> <laughs> We're so happy to have been able to share this with you. It was long and lost. Uh, uh, actually, it was being held hostage by that other damn station. The other, st- but the we other have, station. We have extricated it. <laughs> we have saved it. We've saved it. We've pulled we a, rescued a, it. rescued <laughs> uh, it. Uh, we've pulled a... Uh, what do they call The ranger thing on them. And uh, there it was, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Bretton Woods interview. Uh, awesome individual. Cool music. It was awesome to share it with you guys. Right on, oh, man. Anyway, so we'll be right back. When we come back, uh, we're going to do. Um... We're doing the chill lounge right now. We're, doing we're not the... going anywhere. That's... We're doing the chill lounge. Yeah. So just put uh, cue the music and push play.
0: Tired of that same old talk radio? Listen to, listen to Twin, Twin Talk Twin with Jose and Angel, and Angel. Tuesdays, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Back. back. And listen. And listen.
1: over yourself does the proverbial life happens only happens to you i can understand that someone may annoy you or the boss man does not appreciate you and you feel that no one gets you but if you would stop the boohoo you would see that the commonality in this is you so as a favor to you from you get over yourself and into something greater than you an action or cause an absence or presence a spoken or unspoken word a hero or sacrifice whatever it is shift the energy from you and let it flow for something greater than you chill one love And that's another edition of Angel's Chill Lounge. And thus endeth another... (laughs) <laughs> twin talk with jose and angel thank you for tuning in again on TwinTalkCast.com to listen to us what an awesome show i'm glad you brought out uh brenton wood from the vaults the vaults and uh thanks to the cineverse guys uh david brown man cool cat dave brown from the cineverse.com thank uh thank you thank you uh brenton wood to have made that trek out back then uh, in the beginning of our twin talk twiniverse cool cat also jackie Thanks again for bringing the news and dirty laundry and hanging out with us.
4: You're welcome. Thank you
1: for bringing the Jackiness.
4: Orale. <laughs> the Jackiness. <laughs>
1: Jackie, you rock. Thank you very much. You're fantastic. Thank you. Good night, uh, everybody. Yeah, say good night. Shout sure out. Nice. All right. Okay, everybody. Thanks, uh, Mama Linda, for stopping by. Thank you. <laughs> a woman, a few words, but she's succinct and, con- and concise. That's our big sister. Eh? You be nice, eh? I'm saying that. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, tune in next week on TwinTalkCast.com at 7 p.m. And make sure you tell your friends about Los Cuates, eh? Help Re- them out. Remember to friend us on Facebook. Also, next week, well, I'm gonna, we're going to have a guest who's going to be here. It's, she's going to be kicking some ass. If you want to know what we're talking about, she can kick ass in heels. And I mean it. It's stiletto heels. Oh. Okay, Miss Jen Cassella is going to be here with us next awesome. week. Awesome. Check it out, twintalkcast.com, 7 p.m. every Tuesday night. And tomorrow you'll catch the podcast and every podcast on our webpage, www.twintalkcast.com. Or on iTunes, just search for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Good night, y'all. Shoo!